Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about the Bulls players that I think are going to have some of the most surprising and some of the most disappointing seasons in 2023-24. We're going to talk about all that, plus dive a little bit into the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. I'm the host here, Hayes, holding it down for the squad. Make sure you guys are following the channel at Bulls Central Pod on every social media platform that we have. Also, for those that don't know, we do have a podcast network and you a, a channel of YouTube channels as well, a network of YouTube channels. So no matter what Chicago sports fan or team you support, we probably have a channel for it, Chicago Bulls Central. Chicago Bears Central, Chicago White Sox and Cubs Central, Chicago Blackhawks Central, Chicago Sky Central. We got everything covered with the Chicago Fire coming on the way as well at some point in time. But with all that said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. And I want to talk about, you know, kind of expectations for players. And I know I've touched on this a little bit in different areas, but kind of want to put it all in one spot on one episode and just talk about that, like, kind of the players that I think are going to have some of the most uh, surprising, possibly disappointing seasons as well. And I'm going to start off with the positive. A player that I think is going to have a fairly surprising season in which I think that he is just going to put everything together that we've seen over the course of his career into a really good season, and that is Kobe White. If you guys have listened to the last couple of videos or episodes, if you're on the podcast side, you'll know. I've been saying that I do think that Kobe White is going to have a six-man-of-the-year type season. Now, by that, by the reason why I throw in, uh, define that as type season, because the Bulls are going to have to win at a high level for Kobe White to really be in six-man-of-the-year consideration. But I do think that we're going to see that type of season from Kobe White if he does end up coming off the bench. Now, if he does end up winning that starting position, I think he's still going to wow. I think that it would really take the Bulls to change their offense a little bit, which check out the video from yesterday if you kind of want my details on how the offense would need to change if Kobe White is in that starting lineup. But I really do expect Javon Carter to be the starting point guard, and that's going to put Kobe as the main weapon off the bench for the Chicago Bulls. And bench scoring is a big thing. And we saw so much growth from Kobe White last season in everything but scoring, right? We saw his defense take a step up. We saw his situational awareness in both offense and defensive side take a step up. His passing, his understanding of how to get to the lane and just use his God-given talents and, you know, those type of things, it really came around for Kobe White defensively, having a much better defensive season consistently than what we've seen from Kobe White over the course of last year as well. But then the thing that really makes me think that he potentially can put it all together in this upcoming years, what he did post-All-Star break. His shooting numbers going up over 8% after the All-Star break on top of that, right? He didn't average the highest numbers, right? Almost 12 points per game, taking nine shots per game, but hitting that at a 49% clip after the All-Star break, hitting it 41% from three-point range. No, I'm not expecting those numbers to, to stay there. And also, by the way, 100% from free throw range post-All-Star break as well, but he didn't get a lot of them. But 
I'm expecting and hoping that Kobe White is going to put everything together this season. We're really going to see a Kobe White that we we wanted when we when we drafted him. Now, I do think that he's still going to be better suited coming off the bench with that skill because everything can go through him. But either way, I'm expecting an extremely good season from Kobe White. And I think this is going to be a surprise when he's going to earn every bit of that money he got in that extension, in my opinion. You guys can let me, as always, know what you guys think down below as well. But then on top of that, right? Um, another player that I think is going to have a really surprising season this year for the Chicago Bulls is Patrick Williams. And I think that is going to come via everything but scoring. And I know everybody likes to come down to what Patrick Williams can offer scoring-wise or not, but I think this is going to be a season where Patrick Williams just understands how he needs to help this team win, right? And that's a big thing for this team is understanding how you can impact the game of basketball without shooting the ball a ton. And then you never know, with, with the increased role, that could, that could definitely, especially if he follows his shots, go after offensive rebounds, block shots. Like, I just, everything about Patrick Williams, and even saying that he did take a step last year, and I think some people, and him not living up to certain expectations that we have, whether just or unjust as Bulls fans, that we forget that Patrick Williams absolutely took a step last season. I think taking another step this season, I don't think that leap is going to be quite there for him. I see Kobe making that kind of leap and just putting it all together, but I think Patrick Williams is going to have another step in being a really surprising part of the Chicago Bulls rotation as well. And another player that I think is also going to have a surprising season is Nikola Vucevic. I think that Vuce put put a lot together last season, right? In 17 and 11 and almost 18 and 11, and being that in a third row, right? and not getting the number of shots that he got before, right, over in Orlando, we're seeing Nikola Vucevic really grow and understand his role. And I think that if with him understanding his role a little bit better, Billy Donovan also grows in how he uses and utilizes Nikola Vucevic, specifically in half-court sets and offense, I think that we can see another big season from Nikola Vucevic. And I think a lot of Vucevic's doubters are going to have to come to the realization that while he's a flawed player, he's a player that can be very important to the Chicago Bulls' overall success next year. Now, a player that I also think could have a disappointing season uh, next year is going to be, I'm going to pick Ayo DeSumo. You guys have known. I've I've said that Ayo DeSumo is going to have a hard time to crack this rotation, and this is not something that I hope for Ayo. I I hope that Ayo, because we know that Ayo has that dog mentality in some cases, right? And I think that Ayo hopefully is going to use this adversity to really jump start start the season and play much better. But I think that it's going to be disappointing in the fact that Io is not going to find himself with consistent minutes this season. And I think that with that, how he performs in that is going to tell the story of what's going to happen to him in the future. But the Bulls still believe in the, in the development of Io Sumo. Otherwise, they wouldn't have given him that contract, right? They don't want him to go somewhere else and develop. So he's still going to be given an opportunity, but it's going to come down to what he can bring to this team to crack that rotation. But I think, especially for the most part of the season, I do think Io is eventually going to crack through. But I think anybody kind of expecting Io to, to, to be a consistent part of the Chicago Bulls rotation this year may be a little bit disappointed by what, what Io and the opportunities that he's, that he's kind of given. Another player that I think may be set up for a disappointing season, and again, keep in mind, all these players aren't players that I want to see have disappointing seasons at all. But I think Dalen Terry is another player that is going to have an inconsistent role. And I think because of that, and if that shot isn't falling for him, it's going to have to come down to what he can bring with his versatility defensively, right? And it's going to come between him and Io really on how, how when those defensive matchups are needed, who, who adds the most to this team, right? Whose defense is so good that they, Billy Donovan feels he has to play them in certain matchups. And I think Dalen Terry is going to be given some of those opportunities. But I think for anyone hoping that Dalen Terry is going to all of a sudden become this, this consistent member of the Chicago Bulls rotation, 
I think it's going to be another season of inconsistent minutes for Daylon Terry. I do think they are coming as far as those more uh, consistent minutes, but I think it's going to be fairly inconsistent season for Daylon Terry again, mainly because I don't think he's going to have um, a big chunk of the rotational minutes for the Chicago Bulls. And then two other players that I think are both going to have um, surprising season. Well, not surprising, but I think they're going to be exactly what we brought them in for is Javon Carter and Torrey Craig. I think that Bulls fans are going to love these guys. And I really think that, you know, the Bulls fans that have looked at the moves that the Chicago Bulls did or did not make, and they wanted kind of those bigger, uh, eye-catching, popping moves, those type of things, I think that, you know, they're going to see, oh, no, these guys, they came in and they were exactly what we needed. I think Torrey Craig and uh, Javon Carter are both going to have, uh, you know, big seasons in what they're expected to do. I think they're going to come in, they're going to do exactly what we need from them, and they're going to have big seasons as well uh, from the Chicago Bulls. And then when it comes to DeMar DeRozan and, and, and Zach Levine, I think that they're just going to be what we need them to be. I think that Zach is going to, you know, get back to being a, a super efficient offensive player for the most part of the season, but I really wouldn't call that a surprise. That's what we need Zach Levine to be. And I think DeMar's experienced the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. It's going to be more of the same as well, so I'm not really having them on this list, but I wanted to make sure it's not because I think they're going to be bad by any stretch of the imagination, but I think we're going to finally get from those guys for a full season what we need from both of them if they both can stay healthy. Now, I'm also going to go to the Windy City Bulls with this as well. Onulop Bitum is another player that I think is absolutely going to surprise some Bulls fans in what he's able to do. If you, And, you know, we're doing the Windy City Bulls once a week updates here on this, uh, this season now. So I'll be doing uh, episodes once a week on weekends, just catching up on everything that happened with the Windy City Bulls. And do not be surprised if Onolot Bitum is somebody that we're talking about a lot. And I think that Bulls fans through the coverage here, through hearing about him, are really going to understand that the Bulls went out and got a guy that can that is absolutely part of their future. And I think that is going to be something that surprises a lot of Bulls fans as well. Now, players that I don't really kind of have a fill on, right? Carlick Jones, I don't think he's going to be in the Bulls rotation as all. Terry Taylor, I'm not expecting him at all. But Julian Phillips, right? I think that Julian Phillips is going to be one of those players that unless that defense is elite, right? And I mean to the point to where Billy Donovan trusts him to guard three or four positions, which, you know, it, it's been said that he can he can possibly do and switch and be kind of that 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 forward that can switch on the guards and stay with them a lot. I think it's going to be a season where we don't see a lot of, of Julian uh, Phillips. And because of that, I don't know how Bulls fans are going to take seeing yet another rookie not get minutes here on the Chicago Bulls team. Now, keep in mind, the Bulls had to trade into the second round to get him. So, you know, that that's kind of your put your own perspe uh, perspective on that one. But I think that Julian Phillips is going to be another player that we're going to see a lot down with the Windy City Bulls. And, you know, I think ultimately, though, he, he may have a chance, especially if Drummond or anybody else goes down and we need a big there. And I think, you know, Billy Donovan will use him as a small ball five if he does crack the rotation. So if, Ju if Julian Phillips really does come in and steps into that DJJ role, which let's keep in mind, Derrick Jones Jr. had a very inconsistent role as far as 
playing night in and night out for the Chicago Bulls as well. Now, his level of play was always consistent. He always found a way to put, to impact the game, but he didn't always get those minutes. And I think at the best, that's what we're probably going to see from Julian Phillips this year. But you guys can let me know down below. What are some Bulls that you expect to have disappointing or surprisingly good seasons? Let me know that down below. But I also want to go into the voicemail bag. We got two voicemails we're going to get into today. This one, first one, this one's from the 312. Hey, how you doing, man? It's Big Ron from the West Side. <clears throat> Many blessings to you. Um, two quick questions for you. Um, the first thing is, do you really believe that Dame's going to even get traded this season? Because I really don't believe he will just because the way that Portland's asking what they want, I truly don't believe um, they're going to get what they are asking for, especially if it's like a Rody Gobert deal where they end up getting like multiple draft picks. I highly doubt that. But outside of that, my other question for you is this. When you see the NBA and you see how um, players – Retiring the numbers are not that often. And for the Bulls, we still have Dennis Rodman, you know, that I would love to see his jersey retired. Who do you see on the Bulls in the past that you believe should have been number retired outside of Dennis Rodman? Because the only person I can think of is either Tony Kukoc, maybe Artis Gilmore. I don't think they'll do Derrick Rose just because he didn't stay long enough. But I just want your opinion on what you think of who should be the next player in the Bulls organization that should get re- them to retire and again many blessings god bless you i Easy. gotta disagree with you there. i think dame is absolutely going to be traded this season i don't know if it happens before the start of the season i think that it may go into the trade deadline but i don't think they go through this whole season without moving dame Lillard. i just don't expect it um again i'm not saying that you're completely off your rocker by saying that because i there is a world in which maybe they just wait maybe they just wait it out until the offseason again but considering everything around it I do think and I expect that Dame Lillard is going to be moved before the season is over. I think by the trade deadline, at the very least, that's when Dame Lillard is going to be moved. And I definitely think it's probably still going to be Miami. I think at that point it's still going to be Miami. Now, as far as the jersey retirement, I think Derrick Rose is the next up. I know you said that he didn't wasn't here long enough. He won an MVP. He's from the city. And the, the city of Chicago still loves him. Derrick Rose is getting his jersey retired. I think when Derrick is the next one up, now I do think that Tony Kukoc, and Dennis Rodman both deserve to have their jerseys retired as well. Um, their candidates, Joakim Noah, I've talked about that over the course of this summer. I think he's a candidate as well at some point. But with, with jersey retirements becoming rarer and rarer, I do think that in, uh, a player that you drafted that became an MVP, regardless of how long he played here, I think Derrick Rose is definitely going to get his jersey retired. And you guys can let me know if you agree or disagree on that one as well down below. All right, let's get into this uh, next one. This one's from the 269. What up, Hayes? Uh, I just wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, whoops. Um, I just wanted to get your thoughts on what you think about Alex Caruso, because I get it, we need the defense, but I feel like he's just taking up money in debt, because I feel like we need more three-point shooters, and I'm not gonna lie to you, Alex Caruso, as great of a defensive player he is, I feel like he, all he's doing is he's just taking up debt, and I think we need more uh, more scoring. So I just wanted to get your thoughts on that and uh, see if maybe you think it'd be a good idea to put Alex Caruso in a trade for maybe a good player because I know he's got some trade value on him. Uh, I know he's a good locker room play, uh, locker room type leader too. So I think he's definitely got some um, some trade value on him. I think may, in my opinion, I think we could definitely ship him off for somebody big. Uh, in a, like a small trade package, but I just wanted to get your get uh, get your thoughts on it. Appreciate you. 
and this is what I always say with, with people that don't understand Alex Caruso. To say that Alex Caruso is taking up depth, no. The Bulls don't win as many games, even as what they won without Alex Caruso. Do we need shooting? Yes, we went out and added that. But let's not let's make no mistake about it. We also need defense. There are two sides of the game of basketball. And I understand where everyone is falling in love with p- players that can consistently just fill up the fill up the stat sheet and things like that. Alex Caruso does all the right things. And, you know, somebody like ATS, I think is his name, who says it's excels, which is a fucking stupid ass comment. It's not excels, right? You got it. You're, 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 you're stupid if you don't understand advanced analytics and Excel sheets are different. But with that being said, the way that Alice Caruso impacts the game of basketball for the Chicago Bulls and the way that they value him, no. Alice Caruso is not taking up depth. Alice Caruso is exactly what the Chicago Bulls knew what they were signing him for, and he absolutely positively impacts and affects this team. We don't get out in transition as much without Alice Caruso and, and Lonzo Ball being down. But those transition buckets that we need and that we are pretty effective at, we don't get. Our transition defense that's really elite as well, we don't have that transition defense without a player like Alice Caruso that's able to do those type of things. The versatility in what Alice Caruso brings as a basketball player is not taking up depth. That's what you want as a depth piece. Not every depth piece on your team is going to be this amazing two-way player that can fill it up. You still need shooting. That's why Kobe is so important coming off the bench as well. But at the end of the day, Alex Caruso is not a player that's just taking up depth. Alex Caruso is a damn good basketball player, and he's important to what the Chicago Bulls are trying to do next season. That's my thoughts. You guys can let me know what you guys think down below. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bulls Central on BullsCentralPod at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. Thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. See right if you can, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.